Greetings, everyone. This is Derek with Overcomers Life Group Podcast. I pray this message finds everyone doing extremely well today. Uh, I want to call this particular short message, Rushing Christ's Return. And what brought this subject to mind was, I was studying the book of James, chapter 5, verses 7 through 8. And as I was studying and meditating on that this morning, it brought back a memory to a particular person that said something to me many years ago, going back into maybe the mid-90s, somewhere in there. I cannot remember the exact year. But I remember this person saying to me specifically, Derek, I just can't wait for the Lord to come back. I hope he hurry up and come back. I'm just tired of the way things going on in the world and, you know, no more pain, no more suffering, so forth and so on. And I cannot remember what my reaction was or response was at that time. More than likely knowing me, I probably just smiled or whatever. But as I've matured in my walk with Christ over the years, you know, I've come to see it at a different angle. Even though many of us may think that way or, you know, slightly that way, we want Christ to hurry up and come back. But we must be patient. And what I mean by that is going back to the book of James, chapter 5, verses 7 through 8. This is the King James Version. It says, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it, until he received the early and the latter rain. Be ye also patient, that's the key word, patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Now I'm going to read you the footnote out of Life Study Application Bible. That's pertaining to that. It says, The farmer must wait patiently for his crops to grow. He cannot hurry the process, but he does not take the summer off and hope that all goes well in the fields. There is much work to be, much work to do, excuse me, to ensure a good harvest. In the same way, we must wait patiently, key word is patiently, for Christ's return. We cannot make him come back any sooner. But while we wait, this is another key point, there is much work that we can do to advance God's kingdom. Both the farmer and the Christian must live by faith, looking toward the future reward for their labors. Don't live as if Christ will never come. Work faithfully to build his kingdom. The king will come when the time is right. And I'll repeat, the king will come when the time is right. See, ladies and gentlemen, you may not agree with me. You may or may not agree with me when I say this. But if you look at it in a point of view, could we possibly say that maybe if we, those that are saying things of that nature like, this particular person I'm referring to, trying to rush, 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 rush his return, would that be on the side of selfishness? And what I mean by that, let me explain before you get all up in the air possibly, 
is, is your spouse saved? Is your mother and father saved if they're still living? Is your brother and sister saved? Are your children saved? Your neighbor, your co-workers, anyone in your circle, are they all saved? Have they all received Christ as their Lord and Savior of their life? Have they? If your answer is no, then I really don't think you should be in a rush for Christ's return. I really don't. Yes, we wait patiently and we want him to come. But to really want to rush in those we love, all of those that we love may not be saved, they still are lost. Think about that for a moment now. If we truly love someone, we want the best for them, and truly the most important of all is from an eternal standpoint, we want them to be saved. That's the ultimate goal. We want them to be saved. We want them to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So if you can actually say no, that everyone in your circle or some people in your circle are not saved, I don't really think you want to rush it. I think, like I said in that footnote, you got work to do. We have work to do. Because I can say not everybody that I know is saved. I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. Now, somebody might be see, say, well, and hey, that's their problem. They have plenty of chances, so forth and so on. But um, if anybody out there is thinking that, that hears this, please don't think that way because we ourselves may have had many, many chances where people have tried to um, preach the gospel, share the gospel to us, and we denied and turned down many opportunities um, before we finally say yes to Christ. So we have to take that same thought towards those that we know are not saved right now. And we also have to remember, in addition, God's perspective on time is different than ours. Let me share this verse with you. This is Second um, Peter chapter 3, verse 8 through 9. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, word, not willing that any should perish. I repeat that part again. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's all that I'm getting to in this message. This is the Lord himself. He's saying, not willing that any should perish, but that all, A-L-L, should come to repentance. So if people in your network that you know, family, friend, even enemy, haven't received Christ as their Lord and Savior, we shouldn't be rushing it. You got work to do. I have work to do. We all have work to do. 
Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you. Ultimately, it falls on God anyway. That pricks their heart uh, to come to them, but they ultimately have to make the choice. That's what it all boils down to. They have to make that choice. So you may actually share the gospel with someone. You may actually plant that little seed or bug in their ear, but they may not actually do it with you. It may be God may bring someone else along somewhere down the line that actually prays with them, and that person actually decides to give their life to Christ. So that's not your concern. You just do what God has you to do and leading you to do. You let him handle the rest. You'll get your reward. He knows all. He sees all. Your time will come. Don't you worry about that part. You just do what God leads you to do. So that's been on my heart. I wanted to share that with you. Like I say, that's one thing I do not know why. It has stuck with me all these years, what that person said to me. I have not forgotten. So I hope that helps someone along their journey. And again, I'll say be patient, because you best believe he's going to return. (laughs) And the way things are looking now, it don't look like it's going to be far off, does it? But we have no idea. It's all God is all in control. All we can do is what we can do. He give us to do and leave it all up to him. All right, you all, you take care. Again, thank you so much for your patience, your love, your support. And please share us with um, your friends, family, even your enemies. Please share us um, with everyone. I really do appreciate it. Take care. Peace be with you. Thank you.